We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jacksonville was down 27 to nothing. And here we go. Man. Matisic, the snapper. Cook, the holder. Patterson sweeps the leg. 36-yard attempt. <laughs> It is good! <laughs> Jacksonville wins it! The Jaguars down 27 points come from behind. The roar of the Jaguars is real. 31 to 30, the final. Gabe Ramirez on 670 the score. Shout out Westwood one for the call right there. Big field goal by the Jacksonville Jaguars to take the victory, steal it from the grasp of the Los Angeles Chargers right there, man. That's how it works. Sometimes the field goal goes through, and sometimes it double doinks, and you you cry for a handful of years. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Uh, so the, set, the matchups are set, man. KC, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is plus 333 to win that game right there. Could be a sneaky upset, Jacksonville, with the defense they have. Kansas City's let up a lot of points all year. Not the, not saying that I think they're going to lose, but that could be one you might want to sprinkle some money on. Uh, Believe in the Jags. Yeah, you gotta, why not? Right. You know, I'm I'm a I'm actually Jags are my number two team. Did you know that? How? It's I, all right. So quick story. You like you like con? <laughs> <laughs> no. So when I was in college, some of my friends. It's it basically it's it's a it's a really dumb joke that got way out of hand. So me and my friends in college, we were watching football, and we started joking around because the Jags were so bad. We are like, oh, yeah, this is a Jags house. We're Jags fans. It's a whole thing, right? And we kept saying it so much that we actually started liking the team. <laughs> and so like to the point when they're making that run in the playoffs in 2017, yeah. like, we're getting together for the games. Oh, wow. And then I was with a bunch of them on Saturday night. We'd been, we were bowling first, and then we we, we went, to, went out to another bar afterwards. You guys were hugging when and, they won? No, we were, like, <laughs> high-fiving. Like, you thought, like, it was, like, you wouldn't even think we were Bears fans in Chicago. Yeah. Like, you would have thought we are Jags fans in Jacksonville. Hey, sometimes you need that obscure team to root for when you're, when yours is out of the playoffs. It just kind of happens like that. Um, we are. I'm going to play something that's absolutely h- hilarious. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm a sucker for a good viral video. I spend way too much time on social media. It's my guilty pleasure. Um, and so th- there is this one woman who works for Bally Sports. She does a fantastic job of putting teams in uncomfortable positions during uh, during fictitious meetings. Her name's Annie Agar. And uh, I just thought it was entertaining. I thought you guys could, uh, could, could use a good laugh. So here she is, supposed to be a, a wild card uh, weekend recap meeting for teams that are just in the playoffs. It's, like, uh, it's about a minute and some change. Take a listen. 
Okay, great Super Wild Card weekend, everyone. Um, as you guys know, in these meetings now, it is only playoff teams, so we will have more time to talk about all of it. What are you doing in here? Did you not hear what I just said? You know we should have played on Saturday. Yeah, well, you didn't. Ref, we, we get them out of here, please. Oh, real, oh, you're having the refs take us out of playoff conversation. That seems fitting. Uh, let's just get started. 49ers in Seattle. By the way, we're considering pursuing Tom Brady. Why? I'm considering pursuing <laughs> your mom. Okay, Whoa. what did I say about playoff teams? Does anybody listen to me when I talk? Okay, uh, let's do Bills Dolphins. Um, has anybody talked to Miami? I can't get a hold of them. All right, we'll give them uh, one more minute. Hi, we're here. So, uh, sorry, I know we're a little late. Uh, we had a hard time catching a flight back to Miami. You just can't catch anything, can All you? All right, Miami, will you just get McDaniel's in here, please? Talk about this stupid. Oh, we, uh, we cannot find. You've him. got to be kidding me! I've already given you guys extra time. What could he possibly be doing that's more important than uh, calling a play? Place. Has anybody seen my jewel? We do not condone nicotine on the sideline. Based on his clock management skills, I don't think that was nicotine. Also, C.J. Stroud has announced that he is entering the draft. Let's go. I don't know. That was the Bears. Let's go. Uh, it apparently was a hard decision for CJ, but then he watched the Ravens Bengals game and realized he can see a Harbaugh fumble on the one yard line in the pros, too. You know what? Congratulations to the Cowboys. It's crazy to think that's the last time we'll see him take Tom the field. Say he's officially retiring yet. No, not him, Brett Maher. Okay, next game. Uh, Vikings Giants. I am sorry about the roughing the passer call. That's uh, That was on yeah, us. Yeah, that was so wrong. That's what I just said. Oh, no, not that. Calling Kirk Cousins a passer. Okay, calm down. He had 112 passer rating. Then why would you have him throw a check down on third and eight? <laughs> also, we just chains. Have you guys seen him anywhere? These chains? They stole our chains. We didn't steal them. We just made copies of them. They're fake. That's illegal. They could sell them and make money off that. We own those. Are you going to do something? What would you like me to do? Report it? Yes. Okay, good. Great. This isn't a waste of our time at all. Hello. Uh, I like to report a fraud. They want me to describe it. Um, I don't know. Purple. Long hair. We're going to have to fire everybody. Joe Lombardi, Brandon Staley. Why would you hire Joe Lombardi? Okay, well, let's calm down. Who told you to fire Brandon Staley? Probably the analytics. I don't know. I can't breathe. Oh, are they choking? Whopper, whopper. What the heck was that? Aaron Donald is retiring. Wait, what? What, what did what you just that? say? I don't, I don't know. Carry on. Uh, I'm out of here. Don't call me. In case- oh, man. You got to watch that thing. She, or she's a good follow. Make sure you follow her. Annie Agar, A-G-A-R on Twitter. Uh, she does a really good job of just making people laugh. And that's what you want to do. You need things to be a little bit lighter in the NFL. People take things too seriously. Um, but there are. That's it, man. You're here. I mean, imagine... Imagine the look at the Jags and look at the Giants. If you're a Bears fan, these are two franchises you should be looking at to say to yourself, like, could we take, could we, the Chicago Bears, take their place in the playoffs? The Giants, yeah, you could. It could. The Bears could duplicate that. And then you're, you're, they're playing with house money, right? You're looking at the Giants, and no one's really looking at them as a, as a Super Bowl contender. But as anyone would tell you, there's only eight teams left. And if you're, if you're one of the final eight, then most certainly you're vying for a spot in the actual Super Bowl itself, and then you get to go up against divisional teams that you feel like you're better than. Three out of the four teams from the NFC East, Philadelphia, the Giants, and the Cowboys just sitting there waiting to make it. To, I mean, that's, that's that's big stuff right there. Of the underdogs, though, who do, who do I think has the biggest shot? Dallas, plus 150? Are you kidding me? Is Brock Purdy going to continue to be Brock Purdy? No, not against that. Not against Dallas's defense. It's one thing. If you're, San, if you're San Fran and you're putting up 41 against Seattle, it's another thing to try to put up 41 against Dallas. At least that's my my opinion. I think that's where you can win some money. Speaking of winning money. So wait, wait. So are you calling to the Dallas upset right now? I, I don't even think it's an upset. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's an upset. Up, the, upset. I think I think I San think, Fran has a, great, has a great great defense and they have really good weapons, but so does Dallas. And so if you're if you're if you're looking at what's going to be the deciding factor. It's got to be quarterback play. So if you're because if don't you think this game is going to come down to a final play, like whatever the outcome is, like it's going to come down. It's going to be a, a seven point game either way. Here's the here's the thing though, and, and I'm not look. Dak played really well yeah. yesterday. Can he do it against maybe the best defense in the NFL though? 
I mean, the, the, he because he, he struggled at times this year. Yeah, with, but you get to soften up. Especially. You get to soften up their defense with with your two headed monster and Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Like if one of those guys get that, that's the thing. It's it's home run capabilities, and that's the cool thing about a lot of these, these teams that are left over in the playoffs. Dallas has that. Not only in Tony Pollard, but I mean, obviously they got Steve Lamb. They got guys that can hit home runs on their team, and I, I don't know. Maybe I've just I've lost money on San Fran when I when I feel like teams are going to beat them, and I just think this might be the one that finally happens. I don't know. I just think they're in over their head. Uh, but but again, speaking of money, um, did you guys hear about the guy from BetMGM? He put four hundred and eighty thousand dollars on the under for San Fran, or excuse me for. Uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas on Monday Night Football, and it hit by one point. And then, and then Tampa Bay had that onside kick at the last second. You know, dude was there was little. It, it was crowning at the very bottom <laughs> in the back of his pants because the onside kick happened. You're like, no, there, there was no points in the first half of that game. Ah, oh, gambling so much fun. So man. he big sweat. he should be sending some of that money to Maher for missing yeah. those kicks because he hits any one of those and he loses dude, the bet. You're right. Send him a check. Send him a check, dude. For, I mean, that's a that's a ballsy bet. Forty. He, he bumped it up to forty. It was forty five and a half. He bumped it up to forty six and a half, and it ended up being forty five anyway. But that's a. I mean, what are these people? I always look at bets like that. And I'm like, dude, how much well, money so, do yeah, you have was, if you if you're willing to bet four hundred k studs? How much do you think somebody like that has in the bank? Is it ten million? That's a. Uh, probably a, quite a bit more than quite that, a bit. Yeah, it's got to be more than four hundred thousand. And, and, well, and so that the question to me is always: so what were the odds on the bet? It was minus one twenty, minus one twenty, minus one twenty, and he put up four hundred eighty thousand, four hundred eighty thousand to win four hundred, to win just four hundred dollars. Don't say don't don't say just <laughs> to win. So, but no, this is no, this is the and well, when you're putting up four hundred and eighty. It is just four hundred dollars. No, four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, to win. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that math didn't check no, no, out. No, no, yeah, four hundred thousand right. dollars. Okay, and so, I thought that was impressive. So basically, doubling his money. All yeah. right, that's see now that's fine. That's see, sexy. Now, yeah, that's, that's super that's, sexy. I like that. Those are the bets that when they win, you're like, damn it, man, I can be rich if I just pull out all my savings on that one lock. But you know, if you do that on that one lock, you're gonna lose your butt. I had. Did a, you see the bet that where the person bet a million? To win yeah, like ten thousand, no, yeah, on the Chargers when they Idiot. were up. No, yeah, that was insane, dude. When you're betting that much to win that little, it doesn't dude, make any sense. Somebody needs to go check in on that guy. I definitely made some stupid bets for like three, four hundred bucks just to win like fifty. I've definitely done that before. But 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 three, four hundred bucks isn't going to kill me. One point four million might steal my soul out of my like. It might, it might leave my body in that very moment. As Gabe Ramirez here on six seventy score. This guy's been a hoe for a while to talk to him, man. Felipe out in Humble Park. Um, you you had some thoughts on the Chicago Bears, right, Felipe? Man, dude, I actually almost fell asleep waiting for you guys. <laughs> How are you, Boricua? You good, man? I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Don't come at me when you first get on the show because you know I'm not going to let it slide, Felipe. <laughs> well, I, I was actually, man, I've been dying to call during one of your shows for a while. Man. Oh, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm always listening. Yeah, I'm always listening on my way on my way home from work at night with y'all, man. So, but um, my my thoughts basically were, um, I wanted to touch on three points with that, man. Um, as far as uh, one, the Bears moving to Arlington Heights, I heard there was an announcement on that earlier, and our I guess our president basically, man. Look, I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Chicago fan. I, I was built, you know, I was born in Chicago. I, you know, I live in Humble Park. My thought is not moving the Bears, you know, to uh, 
you know, to Arlington Heights. I just think that that's a little bit um, off the wall, man. Everybody knows the Bears to be out of Soldier Field, too. Um, don't try, man, let's not trade Justin Fields, man. Everybody's going insane with all these picks, man, and, 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 and trying to trade them off, man. We got the quarterback we want. We've been dying for years to have a quarterback. We got him. Um, let's, let's go with that number one pick and, and, uh, you know, and, and, and get some, get some assets for that and build around the guy and, you know, and third, and let's just go win that Super Bowl if that's what it is. But you, as well as I do know that we've been waiting for a quarterback for a long time. We got him. Um, I don't think we should give up on him just yet, man. I, I just don't think that's logical. I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts on that. All right, wait, 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 wait. Before you go, favorite restaurant in Humble Park. Uh, did you leave already, Felipe? You still there? No, no, I'm, I'm still here. Where, where do you go eat at? Um, I mean, I got a few of them. I got Papa Cache. Always got to do um, Papa Cache. I got a, Chicken breast sandwich because it comes with the rice. Make sure you guys get that. What else? <laughs> uh, La Bomba, of course. Gotta love La Bomba. And, uh, okay. one of my, and, and one of my other old ones, they, they closed it down. It's literally by my house a couple blocks away was La Palma's, but they're closed now. I like La Palma. Um, Cocina Boricua is my favorite Puerto Rican restaurant until the Viejita died over there on Fullerton and Western. That was my absolute. I used to tell people go there all the time. But the Viejita, she, she passed away, okay. bendito. So, uh, All right, Felipe, I appreciate the heads up. I'm going to go ahead and answer these little thoughts right here, man. Thanks for the call. Uh, glad you were able to get on. So first and foremost, send the Bears pa' fuera to Arlington Heights. Let's be very clear. That's what's best for the organization is for the Bears to get this brand-new-ass stadium. And just like you, Felipe, I'm from Chicago, born and raised, St. Joseph Hospital, diversity in Lakeshore right there, Humble Park my whole life, or north side of Chicago my whole life. So I- I'm all about it. But I'm also about a brand-new-ass stadium. I've gone to a ton. Went to Dallas's this year. I've been to a ton of stadiums. And it would be really cool to be able to go to a state-of-the-art uh, place here in the city of Chicago. And Arlington Heights isn't, like, terribly far. Just a little bit past the, the airport. So it's not bad hop there. on the metro. Yeah. Not, and they said they're going to do, like, a little transit area over there if they do that. Second one, don't trade Justin Fields. I think we go, I, I agree with that statement. But when you say, like, we have our quarterback, like, it's a finished product, he's right there, that's that dude, I think we all can agree that he's not. And and so we, we have a bit of hesitancy when it comes to to Justin Fields and what he can be because we do that a lot as Bears fans, right? Or as any fan for any team that's here. We put so much pressure on a guy to be the man. And then when they fall short of it, we're like, damn, what happened, right? We saw it with Mitch. We've seen it with guys in the past. And I just don't want that to be the case for Justin Fields. I think our expectations is for him to be good, not great. I think it's I think it's okay to have good to, the expectation for Justin Fields to be good. The last one to go win the Super Bowl. I mean, damn, I think we're all here for that. I don't think anybody's gonna complain with that one. So Felipe, I appreciate the call. All right. Um, we gotta take a break. Um, when we come back on the other side, the Bulls are in Paris right now. They got a big game on Thursday versus the Pistons. Uh, trying to be abroad. I'm hating on every single sportscaster that's out there. Alyssa Bergamini, I'm talking to you. Um, but there was uh, an engagement in Paris, and there was also a birthday celebration. Uh, we'll tell you who is soon to be a newlywed and who is a year older and talk a little bit of Bulls on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I mean, we I, I've played a game in Mexico before where, it's, you know, you go out, you know, a little bit out of the country and you do something like that. But you know, it's a little bit different going overseas. Um, I'm excited um, playing in front of a new demographic. But you just got to be ready. Might be a little jet lag, a little time difference, but at the end of the day, it's basketball. Zach Levine giving a little insight into the Bulls' road trip to Patty. Palais-vous front? Nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I would hate if somebody was like, mocking Spanish or something like that. I don't want want to do that. Uh, It is Gabe Ramirez here on 670 Score. Going to be hanging out with you guys till 9 o'clock. But how cool is it that the Bulls are in in Paris right now? I think it's really cool to think about the guys out there and those that are not unfamiliar with the legacy of the Chicago Bulls, but those that get to just experience it in a different way. It's one thing to be playing for the Bulls, see the madhouse on Madison, fans going crazy for you. It's another thing to to see the international love that the Bulls get. They have courts out there. I mean, I, I've been tweeting a bunch of stuff that I've seen out there. It's been really, really cool. Um, and there's been some cool stuff that, that's going on out there. You've seen a lot of analysts that are out there checking out the Bulls. Alyssa Bergamini's out there. Of course, with Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, they're going to have the call. Uh, that game, by the way, is going to be here on 670. The score uh, starts at 2 so then uh, pregame will be right at 145. So you guys can catch that here on Thursday. Um, but it was really cool because there was a, a, a nice little engagement. Derek Jones Jr. Uh, proposing to his girl while he was out there. I thought that was, I mean, I'm trying to think. If I, was a, if I was a girl and I went to Paris, they said they did it at the Eiffel Tower. But they weren't like in front like in movies. They were at a dinner. So he did it in front of everybody. And she was completely shocked. But. That was a cool thing. I mean, I, I'm trying to think, studs. If you're if you're out there and you're you're like handling business, because there were some people that didn't bring their girls. Because if you saw the pictures on the flights, did you see that? Like, uh, I think Alex Caruso brought his girl. Somebody else brought their girl. Like you saw him on the plane taking girl. But then like Demar was sitting next to Dale and Terry, and you know Demar's family's always like front row at the Bulls games. So like they weren't with him, and then you saw like like Vooch and and, uh, and Goran were sitting next to each other. So that that was. But hey. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. was like, no, 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 no. Why waste this trip to Paris when I could pop the question? And, and Yo, kind I was of just going to say, if I had those means, a free trip to Paris, like, hell yeah. Like, that's that's a way to, like, like if you're struggling for a way to propose to somebody, that's, I feel, like, oh, well, perfect. I'd feel slighted if I was the girl. Really? i feel slighted. I'd be like, dude, you got, you're piggybacking off of a free trip to Paris, and you're, you're, 
you're proposing to me in front of your teammates. I think it's just econo- economical use of your time at a buffet. <laughs> See now that's that's the misstep. Doing it at the team dinner. The that's team the misstep. Dinner? Yeah. You couldn't have a romantic moment with do your it, girl. Do it. I'm sure they have some free time when they're well, over there. They're, yeah, they're, do it. Do it. They then. have one game this week. They have one game. If I was her, I was like, for real. The ring looked nice though. They look like a happy couple. Shout out to Derek Jones Jr., one of my favorites on the Bulls team right now. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 Score. Another celebration that was taking place, Ayo DeSumo uh, celebrating his birthday. That's got to be pretty cool. Get your little birthday out there. And uh, he's 23. Ayo's 23. That's wild. If you're old like I am, he was born in the year 2000. That makes me feel a certain type yeah, of That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. What? No, it's no, like no. Lapka that works here, Kevin Lapka. He just what, turned twenty three, yeah, right? Yeah, he's he might be he might be twenty two. No, no, he just turned twenty three. This is Jordan year. Him and I, we follow each other on socials. He's uh, but twenty three. Like I love the meme that's out there, and it's like, how are you twenty three when I'm twenty three? <laughs> it's like, how are you twenty three and born in two thousand when I'm twenty three and I was born in the nineteen? Oh, that's the other one. They're like, well, don't call me old. I was only born in nineteen, and they stop him, and they're like, wait, 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 wait. You were born in the 19th. <laughs> you were born. In- uh, damn, we're old guys. Uh, but shout out to Ayo Dasumu uh, and, and his birthday out there. Uh, that, that was a cool one. Uh, speaking of, of seeming like you're old, before we talk a little bit more about the Bulls, did you see that viral clip that's going on, going around uh, where LeBron is having an interaction with the second pick in the draft, Jabari Smith Jr., our third pick in the draft, excuse me. Um, and. He goes on, he looks LeBron in the face before the game starts, and this is what he tells him. You played against my dad, first, your first NBA game ever. Really? Sacramento. You feel old, don't you? <laughs> That's so bogus. You feel old, don't you? Good way to get in LeBron's head before the game. I, I like, like it. it. I like it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's thinking about, man, I'm old. Then, then LeBron proceeds to put up 40-some points. That was wild. Well, it didn't work, but I like it. Yeah, didn't work. Could you imagine that? The guy played like you're the dad, and you know that LeBron, you're 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 Jabari Smith Sr., and you know that LeBron's first game in the NBA was against you, and now you have a son that's playing against him, and not only that, but then LeBron proceeds to drop forty something on your son's head, like that's. Listen, somebody made a really good. I forgot who it was. Damn, I wish I could remember the guy's name. But he, oh, it was Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers said that Jordan is the greatest of all time, but LeBron James has had the greatest career of all time. I know. I did the same thing too, Studs. I kind of did like the, hmm. I'd have to hear his argument further on that one. Hmm. Well, if you, if, uh, if you look at some of the, uh, like Nick Wright just tweeted out, you know, LeBron James is the youngest to get to every scoring benchmark, like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, all the way up to the top, youngest ever. And listen, when, when oh, I wish I would have gave you, I wish I would have gave you this YouTube clip that somebody sent me. And it was like, it was hating on Jordan fans. And the guy, the guy goes up, he's like, it's the cameras on the guy. And he's like, he, he walks up to this other dude and he's like, LeBron will never be Mike. It's too soft. <laughs> LeBron. And the guy goes, I didn't even say anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's like exactly what I do as, as a Jordan stand. I just go out to people. He can never. Well, how dare he? But I do feel, I do genuinely believe that way. But the, the the other arguments that are made for LeBron, 
I, I try to tell people, I'm not telling you that LeBron is trash. I'm just telling you LeBron just isn't as good as Michael Jordan. And I don't think that, I think that's okay. I'm not hating. But when you look at LeBron's stats and what he's done, body of work and all that goodness, I mean, yeah, you, you could really look at his career and make that argument that he's had, you know, one of the greatest careers when it comes to, like, accolades. You did win your MVPs. You did win your championships. You've won a scoring title here and there. You know, you play good defense. You, 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 your game has evolved. You have longevity. You haven't missed a ton in terms of injuries. So you could make the argument for that, and I think Doc Rivers does a, a, does a really good job. But, you know, in terms of – I think the number one – don't you think the number one thing people would look to when they're comparing Jordan and, and LeBron, it's it's the will to win. That's what I look at. That, that, that's, that's what my – that's it. It's just that in, intangible yeah. just desire to to win. All right, and then and LeBron stands will say, oh, you're telling me LeBron doesn't want to win? No, yeah, yeah, he does. But he disappears in moments. Uh, yeah, I, and like what it comes down to is the competitive nature. And it's not that, of course, LeBron is extremely competitive. All professional athletes are. But right. everyone that was ever around Michael Jordan says he's the most competitive person that's ever been alive. Of course. And, and, then, and you hear and, the stories about just the like, gambling, golfing. Like it's the guy... Studs. He's taking this personally. He's taking this conversation personally. Yes, exactly. It's like, come on, and 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 I, you know, when I look at the scoring in today's NBA, I mean, come on, you got Vooch putting up forty three uh, Sunday against the Golden State Warriors. Vooch, no shade of Vooch, love Vooch, great, I, one of my favorite Bulls players. But you saw Zach put up forty. You've seen Demar put up forty. You've seen damn near everybody put up forty in the league lately. And then you 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 have the audacity to try to debate me as to whether or not Michael Jordan would average 40 in the league? Like, are we serious? Donovan Mitchell had 71 against the Bulls with 25 free throws because he couldn't touch the guy. Well, yeah, just the simple fact that Jordan could go go to the hoop without having to worry about being checked, you know? You like, mean, like, you watched you watched MJ versus Detroit in the right. early 90s. They're just, they're roughing, yeah. roughhousing him. Like, and hand you can't do everything. that now. You yeah, the hand check, space. Yeah. Like, like, if you think... Like, okay, here, we all think DeMar DeRozan has an exceptional mid-range game. You think Jordan's game wasn't better than that, his mid-range? You don't think Jordan could hit a 15-footer eight times out of ten? Well, those guys started doing that stuff. Like, Kobe started doing it because MJ was doing it. Yeah. You know, like the turn the turn and fade. Yeah. And then DeMar started doing it because Kobe was doing it. So, it's, I mean, it all comes from, Come from that. Come on, don't be ridiculous. And then you have, and then and then what? Jordan's not going to be like DeMar and put up two threes a game. He just walk up to the line and just smack one in your eye. Several of them. Come on. Now, I'm not saying he's Steph Curry was going to, you know, dribble, 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 step back three. But I'm going to tell you, he's going to hit three threes a game. There goes 10. He's going to make 18 free throws a game. If James Harden could do it, if Dame is doing it, if Donovan Mitchell's doing it, for sure Jordan's getting those calls as well. He can get to the rack. The difference to him and Zach Levine is he's going to get that call every single time. Why am I going so hard right now? And then, of course, he's just going to make some buckets here and there. Dunk on your head. Jordan's going to average 40. Anyway, that's a silly conversation because we all know what the answer is. Netflix. Let me see if anybody. Well, in Chicago, there's only one answer. As there should be. I think they kick you off the air if you have another answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's you in the contract. That's yeah, in the contract. It's in the contract. It's just, it's just, MJ's the greatest. You, yeah, yeah, you can't argue otherwise. Oh, man. Somebody said, you're old. We did moon landings after I was born. Yeah, you're old-er. But I'm just, I'm still... Still got my thing right there, dude. I was, I was. Yeah, I mentioned earlier I went bowling. 
on Saturday night. Yeah. So this has never happened to me before. I went. Bo- I haven't been bowling in a while. Granted, okay. probably since before the pandemic, but I didn't play that well. I was also I had a side eye on the Jags game. But Sunday, I'm here working the Bulls game, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm sore. I'm like, am I sore from bowling? Stop it. <laughs> I, I was I was blown away. Like, why am I sore from bowling? Yeah. And you know, we played three games, so you know I'm chucking the ball with sixty times. Yeah. 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 And, but it's just still it's like, why am I sore? Like, I'm in good shape. <laughs> I'm only 32. Why am I sore from bowling? It's like Josh Hart from the Portland Trail Blazers. He goes, I can pay 35 minutes a game in the NBA, but if I walk up two flights of stairs, I'm exhausted. It's like I'm getting older. It's weird, man. It's weird. You're living in that space right now, studs. But, I mean, it happens. I mean, first of all, you're older because you're just playing. You're going bowling. I think that's just like an old past. Well, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. I mean, it was what well, we did on Saturday night. Well, we went bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you, usually ten, five years ago, you would have been getting trashed trying to go somewhere. And now you're, you're going, where did you go? Which bowling alley? Let's shout them out. Oh, it was the uh, Diversity River Bowl. Oh, so in the city. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're in the city. Yeah. They have, they have like awesome pitcher specials over there. Did you guys get any pitchers? Oh, we got a bunch of pitchers. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, don't like, well, here's the thing. We had to wait. Yeah, probably Saturday two hours night, before we got got a lane. Yeah, so yeah. and so I was drinking before I got there. I was drinking when we got there. This is part of the reason. Food. Another reason why I played so poorly. Yeah, that's because I, I I mean my first roll I tossed it and I'm like oh I'm I'm, I'm like third game drunk already. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was little, little like, trash talking. Yeah. Did you guys bet money? No, no, no oh, we okay. just playing for fun. I would have did like a five ski. Sometimes. Well, I I would I, I would see that because I'm not a good bowler in general, and I knew oh, I'm okay. I'm not I'm like going in not right. sober, so I'm like nah I'm not. Okay. I'm not, not here playing for money. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I, gotta, I, I do like bowlers. I got to check that out, especially a diversity of bowl. They got a really good one over there. Um, we are talking about the Bulls and their game again. Of course, as uh, a 2 o'clock start. It can be heard here on 670, the score. Pre-game at 145. Of course, Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, Alyssa Bergamini going to be on the call there. Uh, Bulls taking on the Pistons. Probably going to be without uh, DeMar DeRozan again as he deals with the quad injury. Um, you saw some... Some some highlights pass up from Lonzo Ball showing that he's he was dunking something, but he still says he has a a ton of a ton of pain still in his knee. Bulls just in a tough spot right now. Hopefully they can get it together, man. If you're really looking at uh, where they should be at the end of this month, they got some games that they that they should be able to win. You got Detroit, and next week at the start, starting on Monday, you got Atlanta, Indiana, Charlotte, Orlando. It seems like a week of victories right there, or at least three out of four. Then after that. You close the month in, uh, against the Clippers. And then February, you got Charlotte, Portland, San Antonio. I mean, you got a good stretch of games that you feel like the Bulls should be able to kind of figure it out and get it together. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. But again, Thursday, 2 o'clock, Bulls in Paris, Paris. Uh, that will start here at 145. Um, for that. I wrote AK down here. Why did I write Arturis Karnasovas? I wonder what. What I was thinking uh, in terms of him and, and what, oh, you know what it was? It was the cuts that he did on the Bulls Talk podcast, saying that he he cares about this Bulls team as much as the fans do. Do you, AK? You just got here. Do you really love this team as much as I do, and you want to see the, the kind of changes that we want? It's going to be tough, but it'll be interesting to see trade deadline approaching, uh, All Star break coming up. So it's going to be cool to see what happens to the Chicago Bulls. I got to give you some Bulls talkers. I love the Bulls so much. So anytime I get a chance to just waste a segment on on them, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, we got one more segment for you guys before I get up out of here. 
Um, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of Twitter time. We're going to have some fun. It's a random Tuesday in the city of Chicago. A uh, little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports. Uh, what did you miss in the Twitter sphere from Elon Musk's place? Uh, we'll do that after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only want to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, uh, chirp. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. And it is time to do a little bit of Twitter, man. It's a little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports mixed in between. Uh, so let's begin. This one from Jeremy Layton on Twitter. And he's quoting, you could tell by the way he put like small little letter, big letter, small letter, big. Like he was like, guys were dun dun But he said, run the ball and play defense to win in the playoffs. And then he pointed out five of the six wild card games went over on the total. Seven of the 12 teams scored 30 or more points and eight of the 12 quarterbacks threw for 270 or more yards. Um, so obviously what he's pointing out is the fact that you got to score in the NFL now. It's no more of this, you know, defense win championships. I mean, you hear a lot of coaches saying that, but the reality is, man, you still got to put up points. Still got to put up points because it's going to come down to those last couple of minutes. So the Bears obviously needing to address the offense. But Justin Fields got to work on that efficiency in the last couple of minutes of the game. Chirp, chirp. Uh, this is from Kevin Fishbane on Twitter. It says, Kevin Warren, the new president of the Chicago Bears, bought tickets online, parked in a lot, walked to Soldier Field for Bears versus Eagles, so he could learn about the fan experience. And he's quoted as saying the energy that was there to hear bear down being played. These are the best fans in the NFL. They deserve a championship. So you mean he wasn't pissed at the amount of time it took him to leave Soldier Field at the end of the game? No, he didn't care about which lot. Did I'm you sure park he took in? Note. Yeah, yeah. Which lot did you park? In? Did you take the yellow bus from the Millennium Garages? Or did you walk I'm, for 30 minutes? To- I'm really curious if he had, like, what, I mean, I'm sure he got seat seats. He said he didn't have, like, sweet tickets or club seats or whatever. But, right. But did the seats he got come with Waldron deck? Right. Parking? You know it did. You know? There's no Trust way. Me, he was There's in no the, way that he, he was parked in the white ticket lot. lot. <laughs> of course he didn't. He was parking underneath the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Makes for a good story, though, nonetheless. We know chirp, that. Chirp, Um, This from the Chicago Bulls. Says a legendary collaboration, of course, off white brand uh, that was once uh, led by Virgil Abloh, uh, Chicagoan, teamed up with the Chicago Bulls and Don C uh, from RSVP. I feel like I'm talking about all these things like I'm plugged in the fashion. And I, I am. I'm wearing a hoodie that I've been having on for three days straight and some dirty jeans with baby throw up on it. But it'd be cool to get one of these things for free. I'm sure they're extremely expensive. They gave all the Bulls players their off white jackets. Uh, somewhere in black, somewhere in red. I know Kobe was filling his, uh, but if you're a fashionista, uh, I can't imagine you're gonna up the money for that. It just seems extremely expensive. But shout out to the co- collaboration, Don C is Chicagoan, so you know it's a dream come true to team up with the Chicago Bulls. Chirp, uh, chirp. Uh, this is from James Fegan on Twitter, Jr. Fegan. It says Dylan Cease said he's not pitching in the World Baseball Classic, and in general, his starting is throwing a bit later this year with less kinks to work through in his delivery. And Arsenal, at this point in his career, he said he's focused on being fresh for a heavy innings load. Do you think that Dylan Cease could duplicate the success of last year? Or do you think he's going to sort of regress to the mean like they're talking about with a lot of other Chicago White Sox players? 
That is an excellent question. I don't. I don't think he'll be quite as good as he was last year. Dominant. I think the word we should use is dominant. Yes. Yeah. Quite as. He's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But is he going to be as dominant? Like that was a crazy run that he was on. That's. It's going to be real tough for him to duplicate that kind of dominance. It's going to be exciting to see though. Uh, All right, next one. We're inside of Twitter time here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. And we do a little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports. Um, This one from GodGiven underscore on Twitter said, Shout out to Tyler Hansborough for robbing us of John Wall playing at North Carolina. Did you see this video? John Wall was uh, doing a podcast. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he was like, he's like, my my mom had a brain aneurysm. I didn't want to go far from North Carolina. So um, I thought I was playing at UNC for sure. I didn't think anything of it. He said he went there, and Tyler Hansborough had just won player of the year. They just won a national championship. John Wall comes in, goes to say what's up to dap up Tyler Hansborough, and Hansborough goes, I don't talk to recruits. And then John Wall was like, well, I'm not playing here. What a jerk. <laughs> what an idiot, right? I remember when – because who did he get drafted by? Indiana? I'm trying to think if I, if I remember John seeing, Wall? No, 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 Tyler Hansborough. Hansborough. Yeah, look. I think it was Tyler Hansborough. He went to Indiana. And I just remember seeing him – and looking him looking so little, and me thinking like I just watched you dominate in college basketball, and this show goes to show like what a difference it is in talent uh, when it comes to the NBA and college basketball. Because t- hey, he was six nine, dude, big dude. He, I, I thought he was gonna be a stud. My boss down the hall and uh, the other station I work at, he's a huge UNC fan. He loved Tyler Hansborough. Well, of course. And he thought that he was gonna be a stud, but geez, couldn't be further from it. But John Wall. You got to watch that interview. He talks about the Rockets. Talks about talking about you know getting traded over there, thinking that they were trash. It's a really good interview. You got to check that one out. Chirp, chirp. All right. Next up on Twitter time, this from Usher. Usher himself. Uh, he says we're moving. Oh, excuse me. He says we're back at it. Lovers and Friends Fest in Vegas, Saturday, May 6, twenty twenty three. Register now for presale tickets available Friday, January twentieth at ten a.m. Now this is one of those like if you are older, like. This is the concert you wish you would have went to back when you were 20. I mean, it got Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera, Boys to Men, Nelly, Busta Rhymes. I mean, they got like literally every person that's over 35 that, or 40 that's doing music or that once did music. Soldier Boy, T.I., Eve, Lil' Kim, Chris Brown, Genuine. Could you imagine this a bunch of- This lineup is from 2005. That's what I said. Could you imagine all the old-ass people that are going to be in Vegas for that weekend? Like it's trying to do it. age of thirty five years yeah, old, at least at the very least. Um, but I gotta be honest, sounds like a really cool concert that I would want to go to. Chirp, chirp. Um, this from Rashid four six four five three on Twitter. It says Antonio Brown Snapchat video has gone viral, and then it puts put the link. It says full video leaked. More of uh, info below. I I don't want to tell you what the video was. I don't know if I can, but. If you just Google or search Antonio, or you've probably seen it already at this point. Um, but all I know is that I, I was, as I was, you know, aggregating this information from Twitter today at my house, my wife was working from home. And in the video, you just hear like, ah, ah. And my wife looks at me and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, no, it's work. It's Antonio Brown. It's not me. It's it's him. He's crazy. I'm like, uh, uh but. Antonio Brown, man, talk about falling off a cliff. Uh, the guy, you know, Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden you just you feel bad for him. You hope he gets his help, but Papa, that stuff lives forever. 
your, your stuff, your junk and everything. That's the, hey, my junk is nowhere in the interweb cloud anywhere. You want to know why? Because I'm smart. And it's not even with like a mask over my face or anything. It's just, I'm just like too smart to do anything like that. Don't put your junk out there. Just be smarter than that. Tell them to come over. Hang out. See it in person. All right, next one. I only got a couple more here. Uh, this from 24-7 Sports. This is, this is important for Bears fans that are out there. It says there are several NFL teams that are extremely high on Will Levis, much higher than fans and media folks are. Uh, Ryan Wilson, CBS, discussed why former Kentucky quarterback Will Levis is going number one overall in his latest mock draft. Listen, I watched a ton of college football this year. And Will Levis, excuse me, Will Levis, like, you, big dude. Kamuv, Kamuv. Ran like an NFL. Like, all that stuff is there. But you still got to be able to perform. And if you can't perform in the at, at Kentucky against those teams that they were playing, like, you, can't, it's, you had a ton of time to throw. You think, it's just hard for me to see it. But listen, if a team loves Will Levis, by all means. Hey, phones are open. Phones are open. Holla at me. Or holler at a it's I mean, this the, at some team real, real quick is setting yeah. themselves up for the same it's it's the same argument that you can make when you're t- when we were talking about Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Zach Wilson yeah. in that draft it's like okay you have Justin Fields who played at Ohio Proven State commodity. played at Ohio State played in the college football playoff and outplayed yeah. the no doubt number one pick in the draft twice Okay, you're going to skip over him for the guy that played at BYU or North Dakota State. Like, yeah. Come on. It's like uh, GMs just can't help but have FOMO yeah, when so, it comes to drafting people. So, so they yeah, elevate again, guys like yeah, that. Same thing. You got Bryce Young at Alabama or yeah. CJ Stroud from Ohio State, and you're going to go with the guy from Kentucky? 21 no. touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Will Levis had nah. uh, this last year. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be good. I got no, no, no doubt about that. But damn, number one overall? Hey, as long as you're willing to pay for him, we'll give up the pick. Chirp, uh, chirp. Do you watch uh, anime? Are you an anime guy? Certain, certain. Ones. Okay, I'm not an anime guy, but th- this was trending on Twitter, and it was like millions of people talking about this. Attack on Titan. You've heard of this before? I've heard the name. Never, never heard of it in my it. life. Uh, but the final season, part three, has a March third release. Six point nine million views on the on the tweet from AOT Wiki. Again, I have ze- I do not watch anime, but you know I like to shout out people. You know, sometimes when you go to church. You can't only talk to one. You got to talk to everybody in the congregation. And I feel like that's what we're doing here. All right. Last one. Madonna just announced the Celebration Tour. Four decades of music and her greatest hits. Again, old people trying to go to concerts and relive their their youth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was your show for today. I uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Got to thank my guest, Corey Wooten, for coming on. Make sure you guys check him out on Twitter. He's a very funny follow. He does things for CHGO. Of course, Fox 32 as well uh, with myself on the post game and Lou Canellis and the guys and Heron, Jim Miller and such. Uh, Got to thank producer extraordinaire Adam Staczynski uh, for being uh, a good sounding board today, not only from an auditory standpoint, uh, but from a, from a voice on the other side of the glass. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, let's see. Right after this, we got BetMGM tonight. I'll be back on your radios tomorrow at 6 o'clock uh, until 7.15. I believe I'm leading you into uh, to DePaul basketball. Also be on B96 tomorrow, 10 to 3. If you guys want to hear some pop music and some Justin Bieber, guys, go ahead and check that out as well. All Man, right? do those midday people ever work over there anymore? What's going on? Ooh, I know. Dude, I told my boss the same thing. He's like, hey, buddy, can you fill in? That's not my boss. Like, hey, buddy, can you fill in for me over here? And I was like, hey, bro, 
when I worked over there, I never got this much time off. Like, what? what's going on? I'm not complaining, but yeah, you're right. Uh, double duty again, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on B96. And then also here on 670 Score, I'll be hitting up the nighttime show as well. All right. Mi gente, my people. Hasta la próxima. Until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You kids can't keep your heads to yourself. I'm going to turn this car around, and there'll be no Cape Canaveral for anybody. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.